presidential election okay. until one. I, I will answer that. I will answer seconds. that. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Yeah. 30 seconds. Yeah. 30 seconds. 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 In terms of how iconic that photo is, we now have the supporters in Georgia photoshopping themselves into mugshots, Fulton County mugshots, putting those on Twitter and calling them MAGA mugshots and saying that it, now it's on. So he has galvanized his supporters even further. So what happens if there is another rate hike? I mean, is that, you, you already have uh, mortgages, the yeah. uh, 30-year mortgage at seven and a quarter percent right now. I mean, if that goes, then the, the, the housing market is essentially frozen. You're exactly right, and I think the biggest... Resistance Chicks, we're your hosts, Leah and Michelle. It is September 25th, 2023. It's Friday, which means we're going to bring you this week's top headline news. We just came off of the Brighteon segment that we do every Friday over there on Brighteon.tv, where we were talking about all of the same things that we're going to talk about today. We're just going to go a little bit more deep. But my favorite thing, and I mean hands down bar none, my favorite thing that we are going to talk about today is the Trump mug shot. Yeah, I'm I'm doing my own Trump mugshot, but actually, like uh, Jenna Ellis and everybody. Jenna was smiling. She, she literally looked up at the. She's like, like a little kid. It was really cute. Yeah, and other people <laughs> are taking their faces and they're putting their faces on the. Trump I've already mugshot. got friends doing it. Yeah, but this is it's it's crazy because it's called the mega mugshot. It is. It's called the mega <laughs> mugshot. All right, after more than two and a half years without tweeting, two and a half years, Trump has finally returned to X, Twitter, Twitter X, to the platform following Thursday's Bookum Dano booking <laughs> in Georgia. And he tweeted this out DonaldTrump.com. Election interference, never surrender, DonaldTrump.com. And here he goes. Meanwhile, Trump's already selling T-shirts with the mugshot. Great job, Fanny. It's genius. It's the, actually uh, genius. The prosecutor there in Georgia. You may have just cost Joe Biden the election. The memes are coming in like fire. There's one with Superman. I just couldn't stomach it, but you guys might enjoy it. Uh, other yeah, I'm, I'm literally trying to find that revenge. article. I don't know where it's at. It's a zero hedge article. No, it's not showing up. It should be uh, to the left there of all those other ones. Like way over here? Nope. I can just pull the mugshot up myself. Uh, but I, you guys have to see this. And my favorite is that, that he literally tweets it out. And I'm not going to call it X. Because then what do you call it? X out? Like you tweet out something, it's it's Twitter, okay? This is this this is what he comes back with after everything 
this is what he comes back. And I'm just, I'm laughing. And it's the greatest picture ever. Uh, by the way, he looks very slim. I want to scroll down here because I want you guys to we see. We talked about this. Uh, he's 6'3", 215. He's lost a ton of How weight. How is he 215? Well, if you scroll down, let's hear what he has to say at the uh, press conference. But look at these memes as I'm scrolling down that people have already, like, taken this. And then Elon Musk tweeted it out. And he he said, retweets it next level. Mm -hmm. um, he literally, and I've seen a meme where they put him next to an eagle. He literally does look like an eagle. I mean, how how in the world? Now, this part, I want to stop. I want to pause right here for you guys to see. This uh, Fulton County Sheriff thing behind his emblem. head. Emblem with the gray wall is the background that everybody is using to superimpose their picture over top of. And I wish we had taken time to do that uh, today. We just did not. I don't I don't really um, want to see myself as a mugshot. I think it's funny. I All think it's right. really funny. Here's Trump speaking. If you challenge an election, you should be able to challenge an election. I thought the election was a rigged election, a stolen election, and I should have every right to do that. As you know, you have many people that you've been watching over the years do the same thing, whether it's Hillary Clinton or Stacey Abrams or many others. When you uh, have that great freedom to challenge, you have to be able to, otherwise you're going to have very dishonest elections. What has taken place here is a travesty of justice. We did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. And everybody knows it. I've never had such support. And that goes with the other ones, too. What they're doing is election interference. They're trying to interfere with an election. There's never been anything like it in our country before. This is their way of campaigning. And this is one instance, but you have three other instances. It's election interference. So somebody pointed out, by the way, he has Secret Service. Screen scroll keeps scrolling down. Sure. Uh, he can't go to jail. He has Secret Service. He's watched 24-7 by the Secret Service. So does that, that, no, the Secret Service would then have to go to jail. <laughs> they'd have to take their turns. Like, if, if he was in the hospital, they'd have to sit outside the room, and they, he would have to, they'd have to sit outside of the jail cell. But there's multiple Secret Service. And then, oh, here's what I want to know. The jail no, cell no, 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 no. Here's what I want to know, though. Like, what kind of jurisdiction do they then have as Secret Service? To protect him. To protect him, like hands off the president like what if there's can a he bring a weapon in can they bring it they have to be able to bring weapons in it doesn't make sense it's impossible this is really funny i know with he maybe he would lose his, his secret service if he got actually got it you know no you have secret service for life not if you go to jail you have secret service for life it's not in the constitution i don't know how this works <laughs> come on You know, he is... Like, I, I love that he calls it Trump Force One. So then we have the, the motorcade here running through uh, Fulton County, Georgia here. So he still gets a motorcade. Yeah. A motorcade to be arrested. Who gets a motorcade to be arrested? Does anybody know? I don't know. I don't know. There's the motorcade again. Uh, yeah, here's his. Here he is. He has a number, by the way. 
Uh, he, has, he has an inmate number. Here's the blacks for Trump. That's awesome. It is awesome, actually. There's more blacks for Trump. Donnie is going to be the president that put half the press in jail. If you're on the other side, you're going to jail with these punks. Because that's what Abraham Lincoln did. He put over half of the press in jail, along with half the Congress and a third of the Senate. And he did that because they did mail-in voter fraud, and he did an investigation called the insurrection. I don't know. I, I don't even know that that's true. I don't even either. So here's Mark Meadows' mugshot. Not nearly as cool as Trump's, by the way. Not nearly as cool as Trump's, obviously. He just looks creepy. Just, it's just super Eli, man. Like, every, if, here's the deal. No one on the face of the planet has ever had a good mugshot until Donald Trump. I know. Okay. It's his model face. There are fakes going around, by the way. Have you seen them? Mm -mm. There's fake Donald Trump mugshots that look really, really bad. I don't know how he managed to pull this off. So I don't even know what gang gang is, but here is a uh, a black woman. And it's not, I'm not screen sharing yet. Here is a black woman uh, doing a, uh, her own commentary on seeing the Trump motorcade, saying that uh, Trump's gone full gang gang. And all y'all be talking about y'all gang gang. This gang gang. This man rolled up with all his people deep, flew in, rolled through the city. Deep. I'm talking about gang gang. Donald not playing. GOP. Donald like gang gang. <laughs> Let me drop this ride with me real quick. Y'all, I got to take this ride. I got to take this flight and this ride real quick. Drop this 20 grand off to these folk since they hooping and hollering. You know what I'm saying? Look at this man riding through the city. Do you hear me? Do y'all not understand? Like, this is history. Like, this is crazy. Donald don't care nothing about what y'all talking about. Donald said, and what? You want me here? I'm in Georgia. What's up? Say something. I pulled up. I'm going to pull up on you, Fulton County. I'm going to pull up. <laughs> He's going to pull up on him. He said, let me pop out real quick. I love this woman. I want to be her Yo, friend. Yo, this man came to Georgia squad deep. I ain't even mad. I'm going to cars for days. Like... Yo, security for days. Like, yo, y'all be talking about y'all gang gang. Y'all don't know nothing about gang gang. We even got the ambulance just in case somebody get hurt. I take care of my people. Tell them, Donald. Donald said this ain't nothing but this ain't nothing but a little pit stop like this. You know what I mean? Like, this right here, y'all. This right here, y'all. <laughs> they got this shit. It's hilarious. I mean, he riding through the trenches like. Okay. I love that woman. I would listen to her commentary on anything. Anything. It was, it was, that would, and I, Leah was supposed to look up what gang gang hey, hey, man, do it. Hashtag something. Crystal says, Crystal Justice says, OMG, love it. Hashtag Trump gang gang. <laughs> Trump gang. I don't know what it means, but I like it. I think I like it anyway. Um, that is so, so, so funny. It is. It, I, I think it just means like, it's, it's a slang word that can mean many things. It says, um, it either means agree with something someone else said or to refer to a group of friends. Okay. So I think it's a group of friends, maybe. Gang, gang. That's my gang, gang. That's my gang, gang. Rolling up with my gang, gang. 
Is that it? Is that, is that kind of maybe how it goes? All right, there are a few other uh, videos of uh, some people who, I'm going to play this one. There's a few curse words in this one, but this is obviously a gay guy or something who's saying that at this point, um, he is just going to vote for Donald Trump at this point. Could you um, bring him to, up I'm on Twitter? I'm trying to find it here. No, just, you know, just bring just, it up. Okay. I just retweeted it. Okay. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I don't mean no harm, and I don't give a damn who this offends. But if that nigga Trump get convicted of this crime and he can still run for president, I'm voting for his ass. I'm voting for that nigga. I'm voting for him. If that nigga gets convicted and he can still run for president just to see what the fuck he do, because that nigga funny now, Trump is funny as hell, I'm voting for him. I'm telling you right now, okay? So just miss me with it. Make America great again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, and I have another one. Sorry again. about the foul language. I told you that. Did you I say warned it? you. Yes. Okay, I missed I that. have another one. Just right. close your ears. I'm just going to play a piece close of it. Close your ears, but listen. Um, If you have kids in the room, I want to give you guys an example of what the, um, the, the hood is saying about Donald Trump, okay? God. Angry little orange. I ain't even like that with the politics and shit, but boy, this, this shit gangster. Can't lie to you. Look at him. He hot. Then a mother, they let him keep the limited tan and the little lip lines on top of the motherfucking lips. Show you how pissed. In this photo, I know he was thinking, ladies and gentlemen and children, vote for me. I would not put it past him to use this shit in his campaign. I would on my motherfucking mama, bitch. I'm putting this on every flag, every motherfucking sign. I'm kissing babies with this shit tatted on my lips so it leave a little print on the baby. Like, not. So I did, I wanted you, I told, warned you there was some language. I want you to know that is the language of the hood, okay? That okay. is their language. Right. And I wanted you to know what the hood was saying. It's not just the language of the hood. It's, it's, it's a universal language, by the way. It is the universal language. And I wanted you to know that, uh, that, that I do believe that amongst black people today, that he has just, his poll, oh, numbers, oh, his black poll people, numbers just went way, way through the up. roof. Way through the roof. Not just with black people, but with... Because the reason gang gang why <laughs> The reason why Trump already is literally the most popular president, I think, in history, it's based on numbers alone, he is because most people, ironically, find him relatable. Yes. You know? I do. And have now... He's just brought in a whole swath of people that are going to find him even more relatable. Exactly. Now, I do have another um, video here um, that is not full of curse words. Okay, just FYI here. Screen share. Hang on. Let me make sure I've got it. Are we sure it's okay to say gang gang? I don't think it is. It didn't say a slang for a bad word. Okay. Because I really like it. And I want to keep saying gang. it. I want to keep saying it. Says Trump gang gang. I guess so. Hashtag Trump gang gang. I, I like it. <clears throat> so I was watching these Trump videos of him getting arrested in Atlanta, and uh, <laughs> wow, it's it's very interesting what's going on. Um, one thing I wanted to point out is that the hood is waking up, <laughs> and what I mean by that is the uh, lower income blacks that the um, Democratic establishment has been holding on to. 
even they're starting to see through the bull crap. And uh, it's very evident. I'm about to show you some videos here in a second um, of Trump rolling through uh, the hood in Atlanta. I used to live in Atlanta for a majority of my life. Grew up there. <clears throat> One of the reasons I left and uh, came out to the country is because of how these liberal cities are ran. Atlanta has gone downhill bad in the past uh, 10 years. But I, uh, Rice Street, uh, Rice Street is uh, the jail in Fulton County. That's what they call it because it's on Rice Street. Um, or it used to be called Rice Street. Uh, terrible jail. I've actually been incarcerated there before. It is definitely one of the worst places you could ever go to in the United States. Uh, it's a place where the uh, COs in there <laughs> may have like pink hair, gold teeth, tattoos everywhere. Like, I mean, just straight up ghetto. Like everybody there is ghetto, even the officers. Um, Atlanta's very corrupt. The feds actually raided Fulton County Jail, Rice Street, for those uh, locally that know the name of it. Um, because uh, an inmate got shot inside the jail by another inmate, like on the upper floors. Uh, <laughs> how does that happen exactly? Uh, but uh, after they raided it, they found like keys of cocaine. They found pounds of weed. I mean. It's just a ratchet, This is the jail that place. they took Trump to um, to arrest him and where he got place. the mugshot. It's like definitely not one of my favorite places to be. That's a whole long story uh, how I ended up there. But it was a long time ago in my uh, rattlesnake days. Let's just say that. <laughs> but my point is this, is that uh, even the lower income blacks who are most beholden to uh, this leftist ideology and they're victims of it. Um, they're starting to even realize that they've been lied to, that they've been pimped out. Um, and a lot of them are not afraid to speak out anymore. <clears throat> um, this is a problem for the Democrats. I mean, think about it. They lose that base, which I've talked about in uh, earlier videos about how the Democrats want to control the black population so that they can control um, the edge on the vote, typically, historically. Uh, the country's been divided by white voters 50-50, pretty much 50% Democrat, 50% Republican. So if they control the black population, then they have that edge to take them over um, and uh, win presidential elections. And, and that's obviously, <clears throat> um, you know, at a time when elections weren't cheated on as much as they are now. I mean, it's just out of control. So now the thing is, is that they definitely have to cheat because there's, if you didn't believe they cheated last time, which I definitely do, I know they cheated. Uh, for those of, that, of you that were skeptical and for those of you that did not believe it, you have no choice but to believe that they're gonna do it this time. I mean, they're already doing it with all these indictments and stuff. But uh, understand that because of that, we're about to go into lockdown. There, there's no way they're going to allow a real election, especially when the base that they've been controlling this entire time is not even going for the bullshit anymore. I mean, they have nowhere to turn other than the sheep. But this is exactly why the um, Democratic establishment has these open borders. One of the reasons why, I mean, they're doing all kinds of other things, drugs, trafficking, all kinds of other stuff. but. Uh, 
One of the reasons is, is because they need a new base. So they're hoping that uh, the Hispanics and other nations that are coming over that border will eventually become voters for them. Well, newsflash. Of course they want to come to a better country. Who doesn't? But the Hispanics that they're planning on leaning on when they lose this black uh, population here in the United States because the black population is waking up. <clears throat> they're conservatives. These people coming over here from South America, Mexico, they're conservatives. Um, yeah, they're gonna take advantage of being able to come over here, but uh, they're, most, they're mostly Catholic. They're not pro-abortion. They're not uh, pro-LGBTQ, um, R-S-T-U-V. Uh, they're uh, typically um, conservative in their, in their thinking. Uh, same thing with the Cubans and, and, and Miami. They came from a communist country. They understand what communism is and they're conservative as well. So <clears throat> the uh, Democratic Party, they're imploding on themselves, but uh, don't get it twisted. But understand that a cornered, injured dog is the most dangerous. The Democratic Party is crumbling right before our eyes. No one believes their stupid mainstream media anymore, MSNBC, CNN. No one's going for this BS anymore. People are waking up. There's a mass awakening happening. So this is when they are the most dangerous. And this is what you have to understand. <clears throat> they are about to pull anything, any and everything. And I don't say this because I'm telling anyone they need to be scared. <laughs> we don't operate in the spirit of fear. Absolutely not. I'm what I'm good. saying is, get ready. Okay, so, so we good. have this black guy who left the who left the city. He moves to the country. He's he got an AR-15 t-shirt on. He's got camel overalls on. A He's cowboy got a cowboy hat, hat on. He was incarcerated at the exact same jail that they took Trump to, saying it's literally like the worst place in America. And and then he's just he's spouting off all this these truth bombs. I love that guy. I want to get him on my show. Oh no, he's so good. And, and so for those of you and that God don't is know, not giving us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. You know, I want to do a because we've had a lot of new people coming over on Facebook um, the past few weeks, and I want to do like a getting to know you. Like who are Leah and Michelle? Maybe y'all don't know. We are sisters in real life. Somebody asked the other day, left the comments. Are you gay? Do what? What is this? It's the same face. We literally have the same face. Our noses are the same. Our eyeballs are the same. Leah's are a little bit bigger. Like, how, what is that? What is wrong with you people? Yes, we may be old maids in the house with cats. Actually, we don't own any cats. We own no cats. We own pigs. We, and we own pigs. And my point that I'm getting to is we own a homestead with our amazing mother and our best friend and our uncle. It's crazy. Yeah, I get it. Not normal, but it works for us for right now. Well, okay. for your knowledge, we moved in to take care of my grandma and my uncle, and we stayed and bought this house. And so my uncle's disabled, and we take care of him. He's, he's awesome. Putting a ring on it yet. So we are. Well, I wasn't going to vent that far. Life. But my point is, we raise pigs, we breed them, we raise chickens, we breed them, we butcher our own animals right here on our property. This is all fake okay well i'm more a little bit more natural michelle's a little more fake leah that's well, just rude 
It's because, that was rude. It's because I come in, like, usually, like, half sweaty. You know what happened hair, today? You take more time to, to put your fakeness on. So, listen. Listen if to I me. If I put an earring on, I so, did something good for so y'all. Me too. Did you not see me dripping with It was, like, literally hotter than Hades out today. You said that the uh, humidity heat, was... Heat index of 107, and the humidity was They said we were a tropical rainforest. Beyond. Beyond a tropical rainforest here. And I'm out there moving Sana. wheelbarrows of wood chips. It's really nice. Okay. It's good for you. So don't get it twisted. I love that he used that phrase. Don't get it twisted. Or somebody did. That that one woman did. Okay. We, when I see a dude out there in the country that left the city and I see the troughs in the background, I'm like, you are my person. You are my people. Let's join together as one homesteading force because you got truth coming from people that literally get dirty all day. Okay. That work with animals. He's clearly working with animals, probably cattle based on the troughs in the background. Okay. Love that dude. He's as real as it gets. So he has the city because he was raised in it, in Atlanta, been to jail. Now he has the other perspective of how God in, intended us which, to live. I don't know if he, which came first, the chicken or the egg, whether he became conservative and he moved out to the country or be, probably both. But I want to read this from Joel Pollock. Before, it felt like the mugshot would be the worst thing they could do. The lowest indignity. <laughs> now that they've done it, there's almost a sense of excitement. Like, they've taken their best shot and the guy's still standing. The fear is gone. Replaced with the thrill of the fight. <laughs> it is the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. That actually, he really, that, that He does look like he got the, the eye of the, of the tiger. tiger. Hang on, I'm going to pull it up. I'm just going to pull it up so it's that it's, so we can just keep looking eye at it. Of the tiger. I want to keep and this. And Molly Hemingway says, great point and also true. Uh, the left thought a Trump mugshot would feel great, but it doesn't. We all know, even if they're not yet being honest with themselves about what is obvious, they're on display as the evil Stalinist villains in the story. Now, would you play... Now, I want to keep this Trump mug shut up all day long for the show, for today. What do you want me to play? So, just to let you guys know, if you didn't know, Trump tweeted out the mug shot, uh, and it was on the beginning of our show, and he said, election interference, never surrender, DonaldTrump.com. And Elon Musk retweeted it, retweeted it. I'm not sure what it's X or tweets at this point. We're just, first of all, I am not giving in. I am going to keep calling it Twitter and tweeting until they change Twitter, it back. Twitter, Twitter, tweet. We're screen sharing, so whatever. Oh, right. I want to play Ted Cruz on this. And look at Ted Cruz's shiny pants. I'm thinking year. to myself, his whole suit. Shiny. He is like that's an expensive suit. <laughs> Who won the first GOP debate of 2024? Donald Trump. Who's doing better? Who's doing worse? What happened from the inside? Listen to this week's Verdict with Ted Cruz podcast. I break down exactly what happened in, in the debate. Who's going to be helped? Who's going to be hurt? And we also talk about the mugshot for the ages, Donald Trump's booking photo. Download Verdict with Ted Cruz. So he's uh, kind of jumping on that. Getting a little publicity over it. Now, if you guys, I'm, I'm playing this again. We played this in our Brightian segment, but it's worth seeing the left meltdown over the This uh, is a really great clip from Mega yeah. mugshot. In terms of how iconic that photo is, we now have his supporters in Georgia 
photoshopping themselves into mugshots, full county <laughs> mugshots, putting those on Twitter and calling them MAGA mugshots and saying that it, now it's on. So he has galvanized his supporters even further. That's going to be a huge problem if he makes it to a general campaign. But so far right now, his base is sticking with him more than they ever have. We can put one of those up. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she tweeted mm -hmm. out uh, a Photoshop mugshot with the hashtag uh, MAGA mugshot. Oh. Jeremy, uh, you've been shaking your head as that was <laughs> described. What are you, what are you thinking? It's, it's deplorable. It's a mockery We're deplorable of justice. again. They're bringing it's that back. shows the Don't insanity, or for lack of a better term, of people who are so lost in their obsession with Donald Trump and this theory that the election was stolen. And who, whose son is lost in, in their, their obsession, obsession with Donald Trump? Because let me tell you something. Other people, I got friends, everybody was looking, hey, can, can we vote for it? There are a lot of people who would like to vote for somebody else besides Donald Trump. But y'all just making us support him. So keep on doing it. Keep on doing it. You're the one obsessed with him. I, I Saying pathetic is not strong enough. It's just really sad. You're pathetic. In terms of how iconic you're sad. that photo is, we you're now You're sad have and you're pathetic. You are all a bunch of sad and pathetic. Guys, again, pathetic in the getting to know you segment, many of you may not know. Leah and I are not Donald Trump's greatest fans. We're not. We're just not. I'm going to be honest with you. He's done a lot of things that make me mad and make me angry. But and the it more... rhymes with mad and it begins with a J. No, it doesn't. Mad and that doesn't. Chab? Work. You just said it. They, they rhyme. No, they don't. If you did it in a rap, it would rhyme. Hey, yo, I'm mad. You stick me in the arm and jab. First of all, that was a really bad rap. Second it of rhymed. all, second of all, it, it kind of rhymed a little bit, but the rap was still bad. Anyway, he's done a lot of things that make me upset. Rhyme with that. Okay. They make me upset. Lockdown. I would love, I would love rhymes. Stop it. Now you're getting carried away. I would love to be able to vote for somebody else, but the more they keep pushing this dude. Okay. Jab regret. I voted for this man. Jab regret. He it is my president. Push the jab. And when you lock down. And and honestly, I just want to get out of town. Okay. First of all, because I'm hearing the sound unbelievable. of freedom. Um, I. <laughs> I'm just trying to make a point. That, was good, that right? the more they come after this dude, the more that was on the Leah fly, and I are gonna support him, and we're not even his biggest supporters. So, so what is so, it saying? So what is that saying? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Here, let's let's listen to this guy. Today that I never thought I'd have to go through, but yet I've gone through the same experience three other times. In oh, did I pause? You pause. My it. whole life, I didn't know anything about indictment, and now I've been indicted like four times, and all by the radical left, and it's in coordination, absolutely in coordination with the Justice Department. I went through an experience today that I never thought I'd have to go through, but yet I've gone through the same experience three other times. In my whole life, I didn't know anything about indictment, and now I've been indicted like four times. Okay. And all yeah, he by the radical left, and it's yeah. in coordination, absolutely oh. in Oops. coordination with the Justice Department. I went through an experience today that I never okay, thought. Okay, there you go. He went through an experience today. That was his uh, comments afterwards. I'm going to play this guy. 
Well, another wild week for a wild era, y'all. This week, the uh, Party of Law and Order's landslide frontrunner candidate got arraigned for the fourth time. You know, I know we're all used to this by now, but we should take a minute to step back and appreciate how truly insane this actually is, guys. Imagine if, after their respective presidencies, like if Bill Clinton had put out a sex tape or George W. Bush had been caught freebasing cocaine, right? In both cases, you can kind of see it, right? But if that actually did happen, no, you would have been like, this is the craziest shit of all time. Right, but with Trump, that happens every other week. It's nuts. And he's still winning by a mile. He didn't even show up to the first GOP debate. Wasn't worth his time. And he's right. We all know the rest of these hapless knobs don't have a snowball's chance in hell between them. Who are they fooling? Right, Mike Pence up there doing his murder pilgrim thing, trying to make mother proud. This Lebec dude's over here doing a late-night infomercial for the concept of fascism. Right, and DeSantis is just hoping his human suit doesn't malfunction too much. And they're also sorry to somehow make Chris Christie and Nikki Haley look sane by comparison. But that's one of those deals where it's like, it's like, like watching a litter girl. bug fight a racist. You're like, listen, I'm on your team in this one, but you still really suck, though. Yeah, but Trump wasn't even there. He was with Tucky Wucky over on the shambling courts of Twitter, giving the best interview the world has ever seen. That's right, better than 15 Super Bowls it was, guys. That's what they're saying. They're like, oh, this thing's got like 700 million views. Like, is that many people on Twitter? Oh, you don't need Twitter for this interview. So great, people are seeing it in their dreams. You're like, Man, how dumb do they think we are? But then you look at their core demographic, and you're like, oh, right. But that was Wednesday. Thursday, Trump had to go to Atlanta and deliver the mugshot heard around the world. I saw footage of Americans crowded into sports bars erupting with joy at the sight of that mugshot like a like a bunch of Canadians watching their team win the Stanley Cup. But I'm still kind of worried that Trump's base is going to start setting shit on fire and flipping cars over in the streets like a, well, like a bunch of Canadians watching their team lose the Stanley Cup, right? But for now, I dig the mugshot, you know. But also, apparently, uh, Fulton County Jail will allow you to self-report your height and weight because this some bitch trying to tell the whole world he's 6'3", 215. <laughs> How did that get through? What, what else did he tell him? He walked in there like, yeah, I'm 6'3", 215. Also, very impressive penis. Could throw a football over Stone Mountain. You, you getting all this? But you know his base is going to buy it, dude. You've seen the way they draw him. You've seen the paintings of him they do. It's like he's always... Okay, that oh. guy was really funny. Oh my gosh. Oh my. Trey Crowder, uh, props to you over there on Twitter. Uh, that was really that good. That was Trey, really funny. Trey Crowder, T-R-A-E, Crowder.com. So I want to play this clip of Trump on genders. So, no, no serious country should be telling its children that they were born with the wrong gender, a concept that was never heard of. My Department of Education will inform states and school districts that if any teacher or school official suggests to a child that they could be trapped in the wrong body, they will be faced with severe consequences, including potential civil rights violations. I will ask Congress to pass a bill establishing that the only genders recognized by the United States government are male and female. Have you and they seen are that? Assigned so I did not know that he did that. He said that. If, if, it's a, if, it's, if it's one of those chat GDP things, then just let me run with it because I thought it was great. I don't, think, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. You never know what the fake news is. Now, here, Biden is asked and he, uh, about Trump's mugshot, and he says he's a handsome guy. Trump's mugshot yet? Mr. President, are you worried at all about that? I, I did see it on television. What do you think? Handsome guy. Okay. What in the world? Dude, he's a handsome guy. They need guy. to stop letting him answer questions. He's a handsome guy. All right, from the uh, Federalist here, 
The best Trump mugshot means mocking Democrats indictment frenzy as the joke it is. So from uh, Jordan Boyd there with the Federalist. Former, uh, well, I don't say former, but President Donald Trump turned himself into Fulton County Jail for booking on Thursday night and what Democrats and corporate media desperately tried to paint as a somber surrender. It didn't take long, however, for his mugshot to steal the spotlight. Trump immediately posted the photo. Whoever, whoever, whoever advised him on that to be your tweet back. It was the greatest advice Trump's ever had. Well done. Good job. Well done. Featuring his instantly iconic lair uh, to X, uh, formerly known as Twitter. And I'm not going to play this Just game. Just call Come it on. Twitter. NBN fundraising off of it. The post, which had raked in more than 1.2 million likes on by Friday morning, was it's probably more than that now, was the first time Trump used the social media site since the platform banned him. And I'm telling you what, I have right now 258 followers, just Leah Svensson on Twitter, because I had we had two Twitter accounts. Uh, the, one was taken down on January 12th of 2021, <clears throat> uh, and one was taken down during COVID at some point. Um, the, and they, even under Elon Musk, my appeals have been denied so come on elon what about the rest of us <gasps> all right election interference he says accompanying uh the the, the, te- the accompanying text reads never surrender trump's return to x certainly made ways but he wasn't the only one breaking the internet on thursday night democrats and their propaganda press pawns no doubt intended for trump's booking photo to publicly humiliate him the hordes of photoshop fiends online however were only emboldened Dozens of memes poking fun at the deep state's latest election interference plot are circulating on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and I'm sure over there at Truth Social. Here are the best Trump mugshot memes, so let's scroll down one by one. The Babylon Bee! Fulton County released his first official portrait of the 47th President of the United States. Margot Cleveland. Me when I pull up to a Chick-fil-A on a Sunday. Meaning the anger that they are caused. Yes. All right. Here we have Liberty Means. When you get home and see that they didn't give you any extra sauce. Louis Brackroll says, woke up to the Trump mugshot and the memes are just glorious. The sister edit in the post, which features Trump's mugshot in front of the famous blanky to blank and find out graph is especially hilarious since Rolling Stones tried and failed to use the same format to mock Trump's fourth indictment. Trump, truly a media master, Rolling Stone had literally said, blank around, find out, and now it's actually backfiring on them. On the Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone! Who knew that the Rolling Stone was political? <laughs> Me. Lefty, crazy. Every generation breeds a hero. So then we have uh, MLK Jr. there with his mugshot. Uh, my Home Alone 2 mugshot collection is slowly a- expanding. Oh my gosh, that, that, that is funny. And then we have, saves me from having to give this look when somebody messes with the thermostat. So I'll just put it there. Don't touch it, baby. Do not touch it. Trump even joined in the fun by reposting a more serious doctored photo of his mugshot surrounded by guns. Oh, wow. Uh, Among those targeting Trump in the photo are fake news, the swamp, deep state rhinos, and the Democrats. And he retweeted that. And pedophiles. Wow. Uh, for a different kind of mugshot content, consider spicing up your playlist with this spin on Kanye's West, Kanye, his song Gold Digger, which takes him 
It takes aim at Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. Now I is saying she a boat rigger, but fatty only make my lead bigger. Now I is saying she a boat rigger, but fatty only make my lead bigger. Get down, girl. Get okay. Okay, that was a bit much. Okay, that was a bit much, but oh, everybody's got to do what they want to do. True social are uh, a special breed. Mm. So this is from uh, attorney, uh, Trump attorney, uh, former Trump attorney, Jonathan Turley. So here from actual lawyer. We often discuss the longstanding question of whether it's better for your client to smile or not to smile in a mugshot. Some believe a smile conveys a lack of contrition, while others view a frown as looking guilty. In the first mugshot of a former American president, Trump, or now inmate PO1135809, rejected both the carefree smile and the disapproving frown and went for the seething scowl. It is a mugshot that unfortunately will resonate with both extremes in our political system. So <laughs> so I'm actually seeing a, a song coming out with um, 8675309. I think that somebody should be like, P.O. 1135809, you know. P.O. 1135809. Yeah. yeah, there you go. And uh, Christopher Marlowe's Dr. Fatuitis, how do you say, Fautis? The Devil. Um shows him helena troy the face who launched a thousand ships that released a firestorm the name the mephistopheles thank you the scowl is likely to launch millions of ships all in the wrong directions for district attorney fanny willis it's a fortunate name i think at this Leah. point um many of her supporters the mug uh and many of her supporters the mugshot clearly holds a type of trophy kill appeal worthy of framing and mounting on the wall this is one of those moments long portrayed on t-shirts and other merchandise for many on the left for many trump supporters it is a moment of gratuitous insult of a president who is now being prosecuted for in four different states just before an election where he's the leading republican candidate for the most extreme, it will be portrayed as a virtual declaration of war, proof that the establishment will use any and all means to prevent another 2016 populist victory. It is noteworthy that, like his critics, Trump is already selling merchandise with the mugshot and a never surrender slogan. In that way, the mugshot will be the rallying cry at both extremes in our political system. For that reason, I believe the mugshot was a mistake. An inflammatory moment wisely avoided in New York by another Democratic uh, prosecutor. It is entirely unnecessary for the most recognized face in the United States. The fact, however, is that many on both sides relish the rage. I have previously said that the most unnerving fact of what I have called the age of rage is that people secretly enjoy it. Rage is addictive. It allows people to say and do things that they would ordinarily avoid in public. It is a license to hate blindly and excuse all means to achieve an end. I think that the Georgia, New York, and federal uh, January 6th indictments are unwarranted and threaten free speech. Moreover, it is valid for many to object that these prosecutions could have occurred years ago, but were launched just before the presidential election so that Trump will be running from court to court through the general election. It is also true that the Mar-a-Lago case is more serious and more substantive, and that threat is continuing to grow as a threat for Trump as witnesses change their testimony and Trump aides confirm key prosecution claims. Likewise, while I believe the case against Trump and Georgia indictment is weak, there are defendants in that case that face stronger claims on specific election-related crimes. Of course, in an age of rage, reason is the first to die. We cannot allow that to happen. We cannot allow rage addicts to drive our political or legal processes. We have the greatest legal system in the world, or I would say that we did. He said that courts are likely to divide on these issues. 
However, we remain a nation of laws that tradition makes a certain leap of faith. We do not support that system only when we prevail. That is the view of the court packers like uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren, Ocasio-Cortez. Um, even they, she does not understand why we need a Supreme Court. Even law professors and legal commentators have called our Constitution trash and called for the country to reclaim America from constitutionalism. That is the greatest danger of these times. I obviously do not agree entirely with Jonathan Turley, but I do think that his voice uh, gives I us think something the, to go off of. The issue here at hand for the Trump mugshot, which I want to steal that, the uh, mugshot heard around the world. And I the feel like it was, I, I, we needed a break. Is, this you. is so we have some I serious news to bring you guys but the reason why the left is so upset is that they look at the mugshot and they kind of feel justified like yes finally i have this physical proof that trump is the criminal that we know that he is and then it angers them that we find it just funny okay and i think that that's that's where we're running into some kind of they're just so upset that it didn't have the effect. They thought that if they could just get a mugshot from Trump out of this, it would prove their point. See, don't you, don't, they wanted the actual physical proof and evidence from the past three indictments. Now with the fourth one, they're like, okay, now we have you. Don't you see it? You can actually see he's had a mugshot, which automatically proves that you are a criminal, which it doesn't, by the way. Um, and then for us to be making light of the situation is why they are so upset. And I'm just like, hey guys, if we were talking about um, murder, okay? If we were talking about a pedophile, it would we be- We are talking, and the, uh, the, the, the case that he said that, that Turley says has a sub substance to it, we're talking about Trump having a few classified documents sitting there in his basement. Okay, all right. You do Hillary Clinton first, who had them all on a special server, who they they bleached with bleach, but and hammer and, and hammer and and don't talk to me, Jonathan Turley, about the president of the United States having a few classified documents. We're not talking about him actually doing anything illegal. He just had some documents that he could declassify at any time because he's the president of the United States and can declassify everything. Everything, everything. And I'll tell you what, you want to play a compilation of the Democrats denying the election? You know who else denied the election? Fanny, 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 okay? Who didn't think that Trump won in 2016, okay? So wave your Fanny, Fanny and your Stacey Abrams somewhere else. Y'all just need to put your fannies away, oh my okay? Because they're way too big in this place, all right? Both, I'm telling you what, everybody on the Democrat, do you remember... When all of those Hollywood stars were telling the electors to not cast them for, Don for, for Donald Trump in 2016. In 2016. I do, yeah. I do remember that. So is that election interference? Shouldn't they all be sitting in jail? Jail them all. Book them, Daniel. If you guys came for a serious program, yeah. you may have come to the wrong place. Especially on today's episode of the Trump mugshot heard around the world with resistance chicks. Actually, we're going to get into some news here. We are going to start talking about the uh, GOP debate here. We're going to play some clips. 
Stuart the Brit over in the UK says, we find it funny as well, but for us, it's just comic relief every day. He also says, they're shouting too early for me. It is our fault. First of all, it's late over there in the UK, um, unless you mean too early in the broadcast, um, Stuart the Brit. Uh, so, um, yeah, okay. We can move on to the it's series. Too early Are we going the... to talk about Persosian? Is that what you were getting up? Getting ready no, to bring? I'm bringing up the debates. Oh, the debates, the debating. Okay, then we're not about to get serious again. Probably if we're not. going to talk about the debates, it's not the serious part of the show has not arrived yet. I don't think hold your it, horses. I don't think we're at hold this, the phone. Uh, serious moments exactly. That's if that's what you're. I'm you're very excited about talking about the debate. Honestly. Yeah, I, I'm looking for the clip here. I've got with Nikki Haley. Uh, I didn't. I didn't have that one up. All right, here we go. So this is very interesting. This is a, a one of the more. Um, ruckus exchanges here between neocon nikki haley and i actually really like uh vivek here uh talking about getting us out of uh crazy wars and financing the world here oh this is one short clip sorry hang on let me this is not the this is a clip. really I've got low volumed clip so let me turn up the volume on this for you guys let me know if this gets too loud this is a short clip i just i have a longer clip with vivek and nikki haley this is a short one where he um it's very interesting. She says, Israel doesn't need us. We need Israel. I want to learn from those that apply those to protect it's our homeland, that Nikki. Israel that needs is the America. America needs on? Israel. Okay. But we're sending from- them money. Okay? And I understand. I believe where she's going with that uh, as like uh, a Badistan in the uh, Middle East. But uh, I think he was making the point there that why are we sending money around the world? All right. Here's another cool clip from. Um, right next to it? Yeah, it should be right next to it. Uh, Vivek on climate change here. I'm the only person on the stage who isn't bought and paid for, so I can say this. The climate change agenda is a hoax. The climate change agenda is a hoax. And we have to declare independence for it. And the reality is, the anti-carbon agenda is the wet blanket on our economy. And so the reality is, more people are dying of bad climate change policies than they are of actual climate change. I'm the only person on the stage interesting there from vivek ramaswamy yeah and i got one more one. Uh, yeah where uh chris christie is booed here someone's got to stop normalizing this conduct okay now and now whether or not whether or not you believe that the criminal charges are right or wrong the conduct is beneath the office of President of the United States. And, and, What's the conduct? I was just know, wondering the exact same thing. This is the great thing about this country. Booing is allowed, but it doesn't change the truth. And you can stand on that stage, but it doesn't mean anybody's going to vote for you. It doesn't change the truth. Here's and it doesn't bottom. change the truth that no one likes you. No one likes you. Wait, where's my other tweeters? Ah, wait, wait a minute. Oh, here we go. Nope, that's Chris Christie. Where's my, I need this uh, Nikki Haley clip over here. It's going to be over here. Oh, that's our climate, dude. Where is it? Hang on. There's like a, there, there oh, you haven't it. opened them up. Hang on. Hold your horses. There we go. Here's oh, one. Nope, nope, that's the short that one, one. It's a professional show here. <laughs> for life. Not because the Republican Party tells me to be, 
but because my husband was adopted and I had trouble having both of my children, so I'm surrounded by blessings. Having said that, we need to stop demonizing this issue. This is talking about the fact that unelected justices didn't need to decide something this personal because it's personal for every woman and man. Now it's been put in the hands of the people. That's great. When it comes to a federal ban, let's be honest with the American people and say it will take 60 Senate votes. It will take a majority of the House. So in order to do that, let's find consensus. Can't we all agree that we should ban late-term abortions? Can't we all agree that we should encourage adoptions? Can't we all agree that doctors and nurses who don't believe in abortion shouldn't have to perform them? Can't we all agree that contraception should be available? And can't we all no, agree no. that we are not going to put a woman in jail or give her the death penalty if she gets an abortion? Let's treat this like the like a respectful issue that So is, she there is a debate going back and forth on a federal 15 week ban. Did you know that in other countries all over in Europe um most of them are under 15 weeks for their whole country. Right. A federal ban. Um some of the more liberal left-leaning countries. And I Most European countries are liberal and left-leaning so by the way. I would actually I'm going to give props not to um Mike Pence per se but whoever is kind of telling him that this is the, the, the stance that you should take, because this is the right stance. And as vice president. And uh, to be honest with you, Nikki, you're my friend, but uh, consensus is the opposite of leadership. When the Supreme Court returned this question to the American people, they didn't just send it to the states only. It's not a states only issue, it's a moral issue. And I promise you as president of the United States, the American people will have a champion for life in the Oval Office. Can't we have a minimum standard in every state in the nation that says when a baby is capable of feeling pain, an abortion cannot be allowed? A 15-week ban is an idea whose time has come. It's supported by 70% of the American people, but it's going to take unapologetic leadership, leadership that stands on principle and expresses compassion for women okay. in crisis well, hold on. pregnancies. I'll do that as president of the United States. He called my name, so I want to respond to that. seconds. So first of all, I will say it is in the hands of the people and that's where it should be. But when you're talking about a federal ban, be honest with the American people. We haven't honest. had 45 pro-life senators in over 100 years. So no Republican president can ban abortions any more than a Democrat president could ban all those state laws. Don't make women feel like they have to decide on this issue when you know we don't have 60 Senate votes in the House. 70 percent of the American people support legislation. But 70% of the Senate does not. Then change the Senate. 70% of the Senate does not. You have to be honest with the we American have to people. Have a limit. All right, let's get Governor Bergman for one, one minute here. Um, so I want to play Tim Scott on this um, as a, you know, there were some good points that some of them made, and I want to play this one from Tim Scott. States like California, He's, New cannot let states like California, New York, and Illinois have abortions on demand up until the birth. day of birth. That is immoral. It is unethical. It is wrong. We must have a president of the United States who will advocate and fight for, at the minimum, a 15-week limit. I am 100% pro-life conservative. I have a 100% pro-life record. I got to tell you, though, we must fight for life. Our Declaration of Independence says our 
creator gave us inalienable rights that include life. That is a list. That is an issue we must solve. We can't leave it to Illinois. We can't leave it to Minnesota. We can't leave it to Illinois. We must solve that issue with a 15-week limit at a minimum. Cannot let. Wow, well said there by Tim Scott. All right, I got one more for it to show that the Democrats are lying because uh, Jen Psaki said, um, you know, no one supports abortion up to birth or something like that. She tweeted that out. I'm going to play this. Any restrictions on abortion? I don't. I've always believed... Even in the third trimester? Do you think there should be any limitation on abortion? Uh, No, I do not. Up till now, my understanding is there wasn't a limit on when in a pregnancy a woman could receive an abortion. Have you set any limit on There are no limits. Is there a cutoff for you before that point? No, to me, it's, it, it's a reproductive, it's a health care decision. It's up to women to make that decision. Where it's obvious that a woman is about to give birth, she has physical signs of, of, that she is about to give a birth, would that still be a point at which she could request an abortion if she was so certified? My bill would allow that, yes. Virginia's governor says he has no regrets on his comments earlier this week defending abortion, even as a baby is being born. If a mother is in labor, I can tell you exactly uh, what would happen. Um, the infant would be delivered. Uh, the infant would be kept comfortable. Uh, the infant would be resuscitated if, if that's what the uh, mother and the family desired. And then a discussion would ensue between the physicians and the mothers. Are you for the what he said? or the- uh, What to do if a baby was born alive? Right. A discussion would ensue. What do we do with this baby born alive? term abortion or the moments that he was talking about where you would keep a woman comfortable after she was giving birth in case she wanted to abort her third term child? I don't know all his comments, but what I do know is that I am for a woman having the right to make a choice about her own body. State lawmakers in New York approved a law permitting abortion in the state up until birth. Cuomo applauded the legislation and marked the occasion by lighting the spire of the One World Trade Center pink to celebrate. Eight months into pregnancy, should a woman be allowed legally to have an abortion? Again, I've told you I believe women's right to choose, period. At the Capitol today, a House committee approved a bill that would remove restrictions on abortions performed in Minnesota. Bill would erase the requirements such as parental notification or that clinics can only handle first trimester abortions, that patients be told about possible links to cancer and the 24-hour waiting period. The bill would repeal a law that requires doctors to save any baby born alive during an abortion. Those in favor of Prop 1 include Governor Newsom, the California Democratic Party, and abortion rights groups such as the Planned Parenthood affiliates of California. All restrictions on abortion, allowing for late-term abortion even up until the moment of birth even if both mother and baby are healthy. Now, he is vowing to fight here and says this new law makes it very clear where California stands on the issue as a sanctuary for abortion care. Governor Gavin Newsom announced a new abortion marketing website establishing California as the nation's taxpayer-funded abortion state. The president is prepared to sign the Women's Health Protection Act, the so-called Women's Health Protection Act, that would have nullified states and religious freedom laws across the country with respect to abortions and allowed late-term abortions without any notable restrictions in most cases. Does he support any limits on abortion? He supports the right of a woman to make choices about her own body. Do you support any limitation 
on abortion, or does it? Do you think that women should have the right to have an abortion all the way up to nine months? That should be a choice made between a doctor and a woman. You do it by not setting arbitrary gestational limits. Do you believe at any point in pregnancy, whether it's at six weeks or eight weeks or 24 weeks or whenever, that there should be any limit on a woman's right to have an abortion? I trust women to draw the line. Senator Warren, would you put limits on... I didn't know when all these people trusting the women. So what you're saying is 50% of the population are all never going to commit a crime. I trust women. Like that's what they say over and over again. As a blanket statement. So women never commit crimes. Ever, ever, ever. Women, pregnant women never will ever commit a crime. They will never do anything horrible or bad to a child, to anyone, to a leaf falling from a tree. They will save it and try to glue it back on. But here's the deal. At a very minimum, all of these people that just said, I trust women's I trust women to to be able to know what they need to do for their body and their rights. That means that all of those people just said that 50% of the population have a right to choose what goes into our bodies, what goes onto our faces. So how is it I that trust you women. have the right to choose whether you are going to murder a child? But you don't have a you. right to choose whether you're going to breathe or not. Exactly. Okay, so dudes on an airplane, you have to wear a mask. Yes. But we trust women to yes. know what's right for their bodies. Yes. So oh, women are the only ones that can choose whether to wear a mask or not. Exactly. And for the jab, because I trust women to talk to their doctors. To all women nurses, all women doctors. You got to trust women on that. I'm trusting women. Women and their doctors. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just women. Sorry, dudes. If you're a Democrat, I trust they don't women. trust the dudes. Uh, any limits on abortion? I would make certain that every woman has access to the full range of reproductive health care services, and that includes birth control, and why, it includes abortion. Why, why just reproductive health care services? Why not, why not acne care? Right. Why is it that women only get access, free access to kill a kid? Right. Kind of uh, limit for abortion. Where, where do you go? At 15 weeks? Do you, what do you do? Where do you go? Look, there is no one-size-fits-all limit. You would veto any law with any limit on abortion? I would veto any additional restrictions on abortion that are sent to my desk as governor, yes. Do you believe that a woman should be able to terminate a pregnancy up until the moment of birth? Look, I think that that happens very, very rarely, but at the end of the day, I believe that the decision over abortion belongs to a woman and a physician. My question was about any limits to abortion at any point, you know, late term, anything. You, you, you got to leave it up to the to the woman. Do you believe there should be any restrictions on abortion? OK, you get the point that women know what's best for their bodies. Uh, they, they should never, ever be restricted on anything whatsoever because women know. Yes, we do. Women know all things in all the world. Yes. And shall never, ever be wrong and never harm anybody and never go to jail and never commit a crime. And this is great. I, I feel like if the, the police come knocking on my door, I'm just like, I'm a woman. I am. Hear me roar. I'm a woman. What do you mean? You I don't know. have a right to touch my body. I know. I'm a woman. Uh-huh. They just told me. The Democrats all told me. I trust women. Yeah, I trust them all. That's right. Every single last one of them is going to make the right mm -hmm. decision about everything all the time. Well, when it comes to their bodies, yes. When it comes to their bodies, yes. But you know what? 
I actually agree. But they don't I, always yeah, say the, that. The they don't always say with here's their bodies, the by the way. I actually agree with that statement. Here's where we disagree. In, in your, your body. body. It's another body in your body. Ain't nobody like... Okay, could you just play Glenn back before I go off on the stupid tangent? Let Glenn go off on one. I'm glad that Glenn is uh, looking a little clean-shaven and, and a yeah. little more kept these days. This is what mobs do. This is what banana republics do. Did you ever think for speaking out, you could be arrested? Actually, it's coming. Yeah, it's already happening to some. If you speak out against pro-life, you speak out for Donald Trump. Imagine being an attorney for Donald Trump. Who wants to be an attorney for Donald Trump? Well, I know John Adams would have. I know our founders would have. But nope, not now. Because they've sent the message. You're going to jail. We will bankrupt you. We will destroy you. Now, what is the crime in the actual um, charge? What, what is it based on? It is based on the attorney saying, if we want to make sure that we have the ability, this is in December, early December, have the ability to fight this, the Constitution is very clear. December 14th is the cutoff date, and so we must seat the other um, electors. We must have them seated and them documented. Otherwise, even if you find, you know, hey, look, here's pictures of them actually throwing the election towards Biden, you could have all the proof you need. But if you don't have those, that second slate of electors, when it comes to January 6th, it doesn't matter because you have to have those people seated by December 14th. So the letter was, let's get these people seated in case, just in case. That was a conspiracy? Really? And then Donald Trump, they have to prove that he really didn't think he won the election. Donald Trump believes he won the election. 100% totally with everything in his being, with every hamburger he has eaten, with every gold faucet that he's ever put into any house or airplane, he believes it. So what you're doing is you are putting people in jail for questioning. And there you go. Well said there. All right. Friend. So as you go back to my Twitter, I have a few more clips from the uh, debate okay. stage. Here we have Vivek Ramaswamy, who I do think won the debate, but they're saying Nikki Haley did, but whatever. Mr. Ramaswamy, you would Here not goes. support no? an increase of funding no. to Ukraine. I would not. And I think that this is disastrous that we are protecting against an invasion across somebody else's border when we should use those same military resources to prevent across the invasion of our own southern border here in the United States of America. We are driving Russia further into China's hands. The Russia-China alliance is the single greatest threat we face. And I find it offensive that we have professional politicians on the stage that will make a pilgrimage to Kiev, to their Pope, Zelensky, without doing the same thing for people in Maui or the south side of Chicago okay. right, or right. Kensington. Okay. 
I think on. that we have to put the interests of Americans I mean, first, he was secure our own border instead of somebody else's. He was referring. And the reality is, this is also how we project okay. strength and by making America strong at home. Thank you. Mr. Ramaswamy, you would not support an increase of funding to Ukraine. All right, there's a couple more here. Set this nation into motion in 1776, and this is our moment to revive those common ideals. God is real. There are two genders. Fossil fuels are a requirement for human prosperity. Reverse racism is racism. An open border is not a border. Parents determine the education of their children. The nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to man. Capitalism lifts us up from poverty. There are three branches of government, not four. And the U.S. Constitution, it is the strongest guarantor of freedom in human history. That is what won us the American Revolution. That is what will win us the revolution of 2024. Thanks for letting so, like Michelle's, and I really truly believe that he's running for a VP spot, just FYI. And, and the reality is, you have a bunch of people, professional politicians, super PAC puppets, following slogans handed over to them by their 400-page super PACs last week. The real choice we face in this primary is this. Do you want a super PAC puppet, or do you want a patriot who speaks the truth? Do you want incremental reform, which is what you're hearing about, or do you want revolution? Okay, and I stand on the side of the American Revolution. So you know, he, this is the, uh, the before you play the next clip. There, the the problem that I have with Vivek Ramaswamy mm -hmm. is that when he says God is real, he's Hindu. Yeah, he's Hindu. Okay. Yeah. He's not talking about the same God that you and I are talking about. Although he does say that America is a Judeo-Christian country. This was a funny part where uh, they all went a little crazy. In a presidential election until okay. 20. Hold on, hold on, I will answer that. I will answer that. Listen, we're getting control of the debate. This is a lightning round, not rolling thunder. Nikki Haley, you have to get control of this debate. This was one of the things that really made me just not. I didn't like Nikki Haley. I cannot stand her. Hold on. Hey, Governor Haley, would you like to respond? Are you so bought Brett, and paid what for? I would like to say is the fact that I think this is exactly why Margaret Thatcher said, if you want something said, ask a man. If you want something done, ask a woman. She's been hanging out of that one. Oh, my gosh. It just is. Blah, 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 blah. blah. You know, I just can't stand them. Do I you have any um, Ron DeSantis clips? You haven't played a single one. You got people on this stage that won't even talk about issues like Social Security and Medicare. I mean, Vivek, you recently said uh, a president can't do everything. Well, I got news for you, Vivek. I've been in the hallway. I've been in the West Wing. A president of the United States has to confront every crisis facing America. I will put our nation back on the path to growth and prosperity and restore fiscal responsibility, just as I did in Congress and as governor Mr. Vice president. and when I was vice president. But you were named earlier. Both. I'm going to get Vivek first. We'll get to both of yeah, This isn't that complicated, guys. Unlock American energy. Drill, frack, burn coal, embrace nuclear. Put people back to work by no longer paying them more to stay at home. Reform the U.S. Fed, stabilize the U.S. dollar, and go to war. The only war that I will declare as U.S. president will be the war on the federal administrative state that is the source of those toxic regulations acting like a wet blanket on the economy. So I'm not sure I exactly understood Mike Pence's comment, but 
I'll let you all parse that out. For me, it's pretty simple. That's something a U.S. president can do with focus. And I'll get rid of the Department of Education. All right, he's going to people are dying of bad climate change policies than they are of actual climate change. Governor, Governor Haley, are you bought and paid for? Hold on, hold on. Listen, listen, listen. Hold on, hold on. I've had enough. I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like ChatGPT standing up here. And the last person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, What's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama, and I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing on stage tonight. Come over and give me a hug. <laughs> give me a hug just same, like you did to Obama. The same type of amateur. And, and you'll help elect me just the, like you did to Obama, too. Give me that the same hug, type of amateur. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. All right. I think that, I think... I found one. There were some more that I had last night that were actually kind of good for DeSantis because I like him. But uh, here he called out Trump for not firing Fauci. Somebody like Fauci and coddle him. You bring Fauci in, you sit him down, and you say, Anthony, you are fired. That's good. I would say that's good. That's a good tip. He's true. That's what you got to do. And that's one of my beefs I have with Trump, too. That's the only clip you have for DeSantis. There's not any All right, that's fine. So my takeaway is that um, Vivek Ramaswamy won the debate um, I think hands down and even the CNN poll, uh, the little room of people that they had their little room of Republicans mm-hmm. had like 20, I don't know where they found them. Um, even they said the same thing. Um, Leah and I are taking a definite bird's eye view here. We're not behind any of these candidates, but I can tell you that we are clearly against several of them. Chris Christie, Nikki Haley, and Mike Pence. Yeah, well, in the meantime, you know, uh, the real world is actually spinning. It keeps going around and around. I've got a clip here for you guys here um, on inflation and craziness. Go ahead and bring this up. Uh, Jerome Powell would like to raise inflation. Uh, in, uh, raise, raise inflation. That was a Freudian slip. He wants to bring down inflation by bringing up interest rates, but it will just create. He's trying to keep Pandora's box in and oh, they can't to explode. So uh, the train what has happens left the if there is another rate hike? Yeah. I mean, is that you, you already have uh, mortgages, the yeah. uh, 30 year mortgage at seven and a quarter percent right now. I mean, if if that goes then the, the, the housing market is essentially frozen. You're exactly right. And I think the biggest issue is going to be for banks. I, regional banks could not absorb more rate hikes. I mean, I think you're going to see trouble. The Fed bailed them out in March. I don't know if the appetite's there to do it again. So I think if we continue to see rate hikes, mortgage applications are already down 30%. Same uh, home sales are down over 20% year over year. It's not going to get prettier. But look, we may need it. The thing that can slow this economy is probably going to be continued rate hikes. So I, I would not put that off the table. Now, did I just hear you suggest that the banking crisis is, is not over it's for not the over. smaller banks? It's not over. If you look at the balance sheets of these banks, they are so sensitive to interest rate rises. An- another two hikes for interest rates. I think that could be pretty trouble for regional banks. And those are those systemic risks that are hard to diversify against. And once they start, it's, it's kind of like a domino effect throughout the economy. And I talk about the, the, the frozen housing market. There is also a frozen lending market for small businesses right now, partly because the, they're, they're old bankers, the smaller banks are having such trouble, right? That's exactly right. But it, it, with all of this negative, it's amazing how resilient the American economy is. I yeah. mean, in spite yeah. of what's coming out of Washington, it is. the economy's still been growing. It so is. it's pretty powerful, but I think that's why there may be more pain ahead. Are you guys feeling pain? Uh, thanks to rampant inflation, socialism, and the uh, poverty it inevitably brings could soon become irreversibly entrenched in the U.S., just like the numerous third world other countries. 
rapidly rising food, housing, medical. I know people have said their rent has doubled. Uh, gas is still up high. Food, every time you go there, it's like another, they want another piece of your flesh. And tuition prices are squeezing Americans. Many do not understand the actual cause of the, of, uh, the falling living standards. So the explosion is in the cost of living is a predictable consequence of the Federal Reserve's ongoing currency debasement. So here you have $20 is a full grocery cart in 1998, half a grocery cart in 2005, and you get two things, basically, maybe one thing, certainly just a pack of toilet paper in 2023. Since the COVID mass hysteria, the Federal Reserve has printed more money than it has for the entire existence of the United States. From the founding of the U.S., it took over 227 years to print its first strict $6 trillion. But during COVID, the U.S. government printed an over $6 trillion in a matter of months. And the worst part is they didn't even print it. They didn't it's print it. It's just literal digital air. Before, at least, they did print it, right? Uh, a trillion is a massive, almost unfathomable number. The human brain has trouble understanding something so huge. All right. So if you earned a dollar a second, 24-7, 365 days a year, about $31 million per year. It would take you over 31,688 years to make a trillion dollars. That's how enormous a trillion is. When politicians carelessly spend and print money measured in the trillions, you're in danger territory. In short, the Fed's action during COVID, the COVID scam amounted to the biggest monetary explosion that has ever occurred in the United States. What implosion, what in, what in this kind of uh, implosion of the monetary system does is when they print all of these fake dollars, they are not printing them. They are just devaluing yours. Mm. Okay? You're, there is only so much lemon we do this all the time. There's only so much flavor in the lemonade cup. If you need to give out more cups of lemonade, then you just are putting water in it. You are having company over and you've got soup and all of your ingredients are in the pot and you only have enough for 10 people and you've got another 10 or 20 or 30 people. What are you going to do? There's no more vegetables going in the pot. It's only watering down the soup. And now we have like no soup and you get one bean. Okay. Please, sir, can I have some more? No, you're in America right now. Initially, the Fed and its apologists in the media assured the American people its actions wouldn't cause severe price increases. Don't worry, don't worry. The king has clothes. The king has clothes. He's walking buck naked down the street. But if you just see the clothes on him, no, that man is naked and he is ugly naked. Okay, and so no, the king has no clothes and you're you're telling me that you're going to print all this money and inflation ain't going to go nowhere. You are lying like Joe Biden, okay? Of course, they are dead wrong, and they knew it. Come on now. So you know that, um, you know my feelings about naked, right? Naked? You said ugly naked, and in my <laughs> opinion, there's no such thing as um, pretty naked. It's just all ugly naked. Everybody's ugly naked. Ugly naked. All right, let me tell you the ugly naked truth. The truth is that uh, the ugly naked truth is that inflation is out of control. Nothing can stop it. This train is going down. If you ever saw, I know many of you did not see Back to the Future Part 3. But if you did, there's a part in the movie where the train is going to go over the tracks. Now, I particularly will always remember seeing this movie because I went to go see it as a kid with my family. And during the very beginning of the movie, I spilled the drink all over my pants. And so I had to sit through that entire movie with wet, soaked, popped, soaked, popped, soaked pants. And so I will never forget being so uncomfortable and hating the scene because I just wanted to go home and change the whole time and you can't do that you know movie theaters should sell extra clothes because this just happens to just about everybody at some point in their life just give just sell some, cheap, some no. cheap shorts 
just in case this happens. So wait a minute. Here we go. I've got it. <laughs> Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. That's it. All right. Uh, that's not to mention that prices are never going back to the levels they were. We're at a new baseline that only gets adjusted higher. And I'm sure you guys are all getting giant raises to compensate. It's like trying to run on a treadmill when the speed only ratchets up. That's why many people struggle to keep their heads above water. They simply cannot keep up with the rising prices. Michael Saylor was correct when he said the road to serfdom consists of working exponentially harder to earn currency that is growing exponentially weaker. Even though the media won't tell you, the Fed's currency debasement is the primary reason why most people are feeling the economic pain of inflation today. They know it's becoming harder and harder to maintain their lifestyle, but they don't understand why. They'll blame supply chains, Putin, greedy corporations, anything but the Fed as the main source of inflation. The media search for the real cause of inflation is like O.J. Simpson's search for the real killers. <laughs> Only more absurd. The deliberate confusion created around inflation opens the door for opportunistic politicians who promise supposed freebies. I know even good people are like, they just need to send out another stimulus check. No, honey child, what's that going to do is just spread more water into the lemonade. Okay? There's no lemonade left. There's no soup left. Perverse it is, the policies offered to people suffering from inflation create even more inflation. In other words, inflation as a way of perpetuating itself, just like a heroin addiction, because people keep wanting more and more of the very thing that is poisoning them. For example, mm. a Newsweek poll showed that 63% of Americans strongly support a government stimulus check. In other words, let's fight the effects of currency debasement by engaging in more currency debasement. The more inflation reduces living standards, the more people push for misguided government policies like universal basic income, price controls, inflation release, stimulus checks, and a higher minimum wage, which creates a cycle of rising prices. It's only a matter of time before fight for 15. The rallying cry for a $15 minimum wage becomes fight for 20, and then fight for 50, and fight for 100. People should really fight to end the Federal Reserve and the fake money that created out of thin air and force everyone else to use it. It's the only way to end this insidious cycle that impoverishes everyone except the politically connected insiders closest to the money printing, okay? Every time they print, make up more money, all the guys at the top get to use it first. So if, 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 if the yacht is $15 million, they get to buy it. But then when you and I go to buy our yacht, it's $20 million. Who's buying a yacht now? I'm just saying, you know? Instead, the more likely in, in outcome, this is monopoly money, is that the U.S. is uh, headed straight into an inescapable downward spiral of a politically, politically, political inflation cycle that follows a clear pattern and creates a self-perpetuating doom loop. In a fiat currency system, the government will inevitably print an ever-increasing amount of currency to finance itself. This makes prices and living costs rise faster than wages. The average person feels the pain but doesn't understand what's happening. There's somebody behind you beating you over the head and you just want to take an aspirin and that's not going to help. More people support politicians who promise freebies to supposedly relieve the pain inflation causes. In order to pay for the freebies, the government prints more currency and creates even more inflation. The cycle repeats now, at this pause point. pause right there. Okay, go ahead. So I, I want to explain something for you guys. What we're looking at here is um, economic collapse. 
on a scale that is unfathomable. Mm -hmm. Okay. We have been saying it. If you're new to our show, I'm sorry if you're only hearing this for the first time and no other shows that you've watched have been preparing you for this, but we've been saying it for years. And I've been saying it, Ernie. And I've been saying it, Ernie. We have been telling you guys to, as best as you possibly can, do the things that you can to prepare to be to pull out of the system. And I'm going to have to go here in a second. Um, and how do we pull out of the system? You buy land if you can. You start growing your own food. You start um, finding ways to barter with your friends, with your family, with your neighbors. And I've been playing our little ad at the bottom of the screen here for ITM trading. The other thing that you need to do, guys, please hear me loud and clear. And somebody asked me the other day or, or left a comment and they were like, Lee and Michelle, ever since you um, partnered with ITM trading, I just have to question the news that you're covering now. Like every time you talk about the economy, are you just trying to push gold and silver? First of all, every time we cover the economy prior to our partner with ITM Trading, we were pushing gold and silver for your sake. Okay. We've been covering, we are the Fed monetary gold and silver girls. And we have been since Michelle was 16, which was only about 10 years ago. So it's been about 10 years we've been covering this. Okay. I know we're a little new to this game. So my point is, guys, right now, when you look at the price of gold and silver, they are highly suppressed. Why? Because you are seeing nations around the world that are buying it up in mass. You know, we're going to talk on Sunday. Because they want to keep the they want to keep the silver for just uh, using in manufacturing goods and services, and then they want to buy it and, and keep it in their. We pockets. are going to talk on Sunday about the BRICS nations. And that has gone live, by the way. Russia's buying a lot of gold. Are they, they just trying to sell ITM trading? Exactly. China is buying gold. Brazil, buying gold. So all of the BRICS nations are buying up gold South and Africa. silver. South Africa, buying up gold and silver. All India. these nations that know that the death of the petrodollar is here. I mean, it is dead as a doornail. And your paper money, which includes what's in your 401k, your IRA, all your stocks, all your bonds, all your savings, all your cash, everything. The Titanic's going down, and we have to partner to turn with a um, a, a mini a mini uh, boat company. And we would like for you guys to uh, get a boat. And you're like, are you just trying to make money off of boats? No, it's actually, I just I don't care where you get your gold and silver from. All of your money please do it is about to turn to dust and i mean dust, dust. it's and if you, it it already has because look at that shopping cart did i already close that screen down if you look at that shopping cart okay i already closed it down but so i can't get to it if you had a 20 dollar bill in 1998 it would have bought you a whole host of things. And now that $20 bill, meaning if you had stuck that in the mattress, today it is worth infinitely less than what it was worth in 1998. So what does that mean? With the $6 trillion that was added just since COVID compared to the $6 trillion that it took 200 and some odd years for our nation to have, and you're telling me that you feel confident enough in the dollar bill that your wealth will be preserved. You are higher than a kite. Shields are made of metal. They are not made of paper or digital dollars. This is wealth preservation. It's if also you don't constitutional money. hold it, 
You don't own it and you have nothing unless you own land. You have nothing to protect yourself against what is about to happen. And we're already in it. It is happening. So here's what I want you guys to do. If you have a savings over $3,000 in any form, whether it's an IRA, 401k, a, uh, a, any of those things in stocks or whatever, Call ITM Trading today. It's a free strategy call, 1-866-950-7776. You tell them Resistance Chick sent you, but you don't even have to tell them that because it's a custom number that we have. Or go to learn.itmtrading. We are so excited to be partnering with them. Learn.itmtrading.com forward slash chicks. Go there and, and just talk to them and say, here's where I'm at. I don't know what to do. The girls are telling me get land. The girls are telling me get gold and silver. The girls are telling me to get the grain maker grain mill. We don't, that's not a promo. We just own one and we love it. We, Leah grinds our own wheat here in our house to do all these things to get prepared. This is what I want to do. This is what my family looks like. This is what our assets look like. And can you just talk me through this? I'm terrified to leave my 401k. I'm terrified to leave my stocks. I don't know what to do. And just talk to them. Okay. Just talk to them and see if just for a second you won't feel a little bit better knowing that you have They're different solid assets. They're different. ITM trading is different. And that's why we guys that's why we send you there. Lynette Zhang, uh, she's one of their uh, spokespersons for uh, ITM trading and we've been talking about them and telling you guys to go there for six years. Well she does home. We just setting. partnered with them this year. Yeah. But we've already been telling you for free to go there for years. They've been in business for 27 years. So this is a little bit of the article, and then we're going to we're gonna both uh, head out today. I'm so, probably going to head out right now, if that's okay with you. Okay. Are you okay finishing the show by yourself? Yeah. Do you, you think you got it? No. I will make it happen. All, All right. right. So the ex-head of J.P. Morgan's precious metals desk has been sentenced to prison for manipulation. It was not long ago that a veritable army of trolls would emerge upon our merest mention at precious metal markets and other markets are manipulated, whether by commercial or central banks or by random assorted hangers-on. Today, we can table that particular debate in perpetuity after U.S. District Judge Edmund Chang sentenced the former head of J.P. Morgan's precious metals desk and his top trader to prison for spoofing, fraud, and market manipulation, Michael Nowak who uh, was first highlighted back in 2019, and Zero Hedge has been on this. J.P. Morgan's gold spoofing strategy was adopted by Michael Nowak, who was J.P. Morgan's gold head of precious metals trading when he was put on leave last month by the DOJ. 2019, there's Zero Hedge. And most recently profiled last year, and who once upon a time was not only a L, uh, an LM, uh, MA board, LBMA board member, but also ran gold and silver trading at J.P. Morgan as well as his top trader, Greg Smith, were sentenced on Tuesday in Chicago, with Nowak receiving a term of one year and one day while Smith was given two years, the stiffest sentence yet in a recent government crackdown on questionable trading practices. As we report, as Zero Hedge reported at the time, both men were convicted at a trial last year. Smith, 59, was described as the most prolific spoofer that the government has prosecuted to date. And Nowak, 49, has been called the boss behind the scheme. In imposing the sentence, the judge said Smith and Nowak clearly knew what they were doing was wrong. This is a serious offense that you committed, the, uh, Chang said to Nowak. What happened here was the equivalent of putting out lies and many lies into the market. Market integrity is a crucial component to the financial market. Smith and Nowak used their positions as some of the most powerful traders in worldwide precious metals markets to engage in an egregious effort to manipulate prices for their benefit. Um, uh, the Justice Department uh, was committed to holding people accountable, blah, blah, blah. No, they're not really. They don't really care. All right. 
Uh, prosecutors had initially sought sentences of six years for Smith and five for Nowak, but on Tuesday they said they were revising those down around two years. Both men's lawyers argued that they should be spared jail because neither gained personally from the spoofing. Of course, both made, uh, made millions in bonuses, which would never have been paid had they not generated huge gains for uh, Jamie Dimon's criminal enterprise. The J.P. Morgan case was part of a crackdown by federal prosecutors on illegal spoofing, where traders place bogus orders to move prices up or down and then quickly cancel them before they can be executed. Smith and Nowak used the technique to manipulate gold and silver prices from 2008 to 2016, or the entire duration of the period in which Zero Hedge had uh, been reported on, reporting on, and showed that gold manipulation was rampant, for which... Uh, uh, Zero Hedge was frequently mocked and ridiculed. Convictions for Smith, Nowak, and a third trader who was also found guilty in November, Christopher Jordan, capped a string of wins by prosecutors in spoofing cases targeting some of Wall Street's biggest banks, including the Bank of America, Douche Bank, Douche Bank, sorry, and Morgan Stanley, two former uh, 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 Douche Bank um, and two former Bank of America traders previously each received one-year sentences. J.P. Morgan, the largest U.S. bank and the biggest U.S. financial criminal enterprise by far, agreed in 2020 to pay $920 million to settle the Justice Department's allegations against it. All right, so that's just a little part of what they are doing crazy, um, absolutely wrong, obviously. But there's more to it when it comes to the manipulation of the gold and silver prices. And I kind of want to end with this story because this one hits really close to home. This story is about a farmer who was selling meat. He's part of a herd share. And if you guys don't know anything about raw milk, let me fill you in. We drink real milk, raw milk. Uh, every state has different regulations on um what types of food that you can sell um, that come from animals, whether it's eggs or beef or um, how you butcher your animals. And I don't think you guys, may, maybe many of you don't know that in America, it's really hard to sell homegrown meat and they make it very difficult. You have to have a USDA um, uh, um, professional on hand if you're butchering beef. Well, this particular Amish farmer had a herd share and people were buying their milk where you buy into the herd. And so he butchered some of the cows from the herd and he would sell the meat. You'd think that you'd be allowed to do that if you can sell the milk. Well, no, no, no. The state comes in and, and, and puts a um, lock on his freezer and says, no, you can't sell this meat. Just in, in case you guys wanted to know. Corey Gray, our dear friend Corey Gray, he lives in Nicaragua. In Nicaragua, it doesn't matter whether it's beef or cattle or anything else. You can just grow your own food. You can, you can butcher an animal, and then on the side of the uh, uh, street, you can sell a goat or beef or chicken quesadilla that you just made in your own kitchen. But we have so many rules and so many laws and so many stupid things. I was uh, listening. We were in an interview with a, a lady yesterday. And, uh, yeah, we were in an interview, interview yesterday, and she, goes, she said that there's a little lady that uh, goes around selling tortillas or whatever, quesadillas from her home. Well, technically, that's illegal. You can't do that. But you should be allowed to do that. But there's so many rules. You could get somebody sick. No, no, no. If I want to buy a tortilla from a little lady, I'm going to take it. And you know what? If I go to a third world country, I know that I'm taking a gamble by buying some street food. But you know what? That street food vendor is not going to be in business if somebody gets sick. And the same thing with the farmer. So I've got this up. I want to tell you this story about this farmer here because we need to get back to local locally grown food this is a part of all right we're there
Okay. All right. Here's the story. This ain't right. We had all this meat. We worked hard to get it in the freezer, process it, package it. The next day, they came with a search warrant, went through everything, house, every building in the barn. They just raided through everything. We can't. So this particular lifestyle is the Amish guy. You can see that this is heaven, basically on earth. And this is what all of us should be living. This particular Amish farmer is doing grass-fed, rotational grazing, the way it should be done. I know a lot of you have issues with the Amish, blah, 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 blah. Shut your door, okay? Stop, stop, talk, stop talking about at least about uh, these these, guys, these kind of Amish who are doing the doing it the right way. Um, and if you guys didn't know, where is Farm Farmville, Farmerville, Farmerville, uh, Virginia? This guy is literally from the same town as Oliver Anthony. Touch it. We can't sell it. We can't feed our family. We can't give it away. Can't feed it to the dogs. We can't do anything. Can't show his it. face. They just took it to the dump. You have to keep going because people are depending on this stuff as their medicine. I want this world to as have the opportunity of finding real food. Real food. You're about to hear the story of how a small town Amish farmer's world was turned upside down by the government of Virginia. Town Hall spoke with that cattle farmer, Samuel Fisher, the owner of Golden Valley Farms. Since the state raided his farm, Samuel has been criminally charged. His products, which feed about 500 customers and their families, were seized and hauled to the dump. And his meat sales have been shut down. Samuel and his family are Amish farmers. Out of respect for his religious tradition, we're adhering to his wishes to keep his face... Cream, yogurt, other stuff, because people were asking for it. And then along with that, we pretty soon started Sorry. with meat. So he started with the milk. Can you just tell me more about Golden Valley Farms and its origin? We started about five years ago. We bought the herd of cows with the business, with the customer base, basically just selling milk. We started doing cream, yogurt, other stuff, because people were asking for it. And then the along with that, we it. pretty soon started with meat. When we put up this building, we were not planning on processing meat ourselves. We were doing it a little bit for our family, but we were not planning to do it for our customers. And then we decided we're going to do some USDA inspector because I knew that is technically to a lot of people's minds is more legal. So I decided we're going to send it to the USDA facilities, have it slaughtered, butchered there and bring it back put it in the um, freezer and sell that. So now we had two options available. We did sell some of the USDA meat, but it was slow. It was very obvious the customers do want the meat that is processed here on the farm and no USDA inspection. And after the state was here, it was interesting. I told the office manager to do a survey from the customers if they want me to send our animals to USDA and have a USDA inspected or if they want me to process it here myself. The survey came back around 92% of the customers wanted me to process here on the farm, set it right here off the farm. What are the costs to take it to uh, the nearest facility and how far away would that be? That's around two hours of driving and the cost to take it over there is a lot. It depends if you can do a lot at one time, if you can do a trailer load at one time, say four cows and five pigs so or something really like that. really limiting cost for all that for would Amish farmers be to try to go five, two hours by hundred dollars. But it's hard for us to ship so many animals at one time, process all those, bring the meat back, 
and have that in stock. By the time the meat comes back, you might be running low on certain cuts of meat, but what you ordered from USDA was not accurate to that. You might run out of some stuff long before other stuff. Much from the USDA. Fast forward a little bit. Everything. It went out back, trying to find all the failure they can find so, on a farm, which of course some of their stuff, which they think is wrong, is just normal stuff on a farm. They were here for like three, four hours. I wasn't on the farm at the time. And then they tagged the meat so that we can't touch it. We can't sell it. We can't feed our family with it. We can't do anything with it. To me, that was quite wrong that we can't feed our family with it or at least give it to people. I even made a special phone call to ask him again if that's the way it is. He said, yes, Couldn't you cannot feed your away. family with it. You cannot really? do anything with it. Really? I decided this ain't really? right. We're gonna feed our family. We're gonna feed our customers. We did not honor that tag. We sold the meat. Mm. We sold some meat out of there, whatever customers ordered. Then the state came back and they saw what we did really gave me a mouthful for mm. doing that oh, but yeah, they basically you. what they did was they took it to court they took a lot of pictures of whatever they could here at the forum to find evidence that we're slaughtering and selling raw meat and took it to court in order to be seize to sell the, the product meat and put it in the dump put later that dump. day they came out here with the U-Haul truck, truck. back the right off here to the door. And this is uh, starving people across the country, and this is what our government does. Took two men four hours to get it out. And they just loaded it on U-Haul truck and took it out to a dump and dumped everything out. Just so they people. got all the meat except pet food and wild game packs of ground turkey. But everything else they took. So isn't that funny? You can label it as pet food and sell it as pet food and you can do wild turkey. Isn't that nice? But you can't do beef. When after the war, they had a tag that we can't do anything. We can't take any meat out. We can't feed our family. We can't give it away. Can't feed it to dogs. We can't in honor the state. How has this affected your daily operations and your family at large? Uh, it definitely affected us because all of a sudden we weren't selling meat and that really put my sales down and then we started selling again. So we've been selling meat for a few weeks and then they came out and took everything and we had to quit again. So it just takes some time before we got the stuff stocked back up. We don't have the cash flow coming in. We had all this meat. We worked hard to get it in the freezer, process it, package it. Stack it in there to sell and bring in come and here comes the state and puts everything in their truck okay, and takes it takes to the dump. Dump. from our farm. Is anybody getting sick? Is no. any customers angry at no. you? We had known nothing of any such. No, so nobody's getting sick. We really don't know where it came from. We had emails from a customer. She had a sick dog and she was buying store-bought meat. Her dog could not do well with it. It just got sick. So she started buying ground turkey from our farm and her dog was doing better. She sent me an email. She don't know what to do. Do you know somebody else that I can find raw turkey? Lean meat is what she needed for her dog. I didn't know where to tell her to find going because people are depending on huge differs. You go to the store, you don't know what's in your food. For instance, I was told not long ago from a guy who used to work 
somewhere that he happened to see this they got whole carcasses of animals they ship them in they are partly rotten they kind of stink a little bit and then they dip them in strong chloride whatever it is preservative i don't know much about what it is but they dipped it in something and they brought it out and the meat looked red pink just like it'd be fresh and they process that and they send it to the stores and send it off to the people they don't care if people get sick or what happens because you can't track it if you buy stuff from a soy is a cheap product processors use soy done in a small way all right so this hits ho close to home because this is the very reason why um michelle and i um, and our family started to raise our own meat because we saw Food Inc. And we were like, we can't do that. So then we got really heavily involved in food freedom and farm to consumer legal defense fund. And my heart goes out to farmers like this. There are many of them who are just trying to um, let, you know, let food be your medicine and medicine be food. And if you're eating uh, uh, meat from animals that have been raised on pasture, versus animals that have been raised with corn and soy you're going to be healthier and if you're drinking real milk that hasn't been pasteurized that hasn't been homogenized homogenization creates free radicals which is where they mix up the milk together um raw milk uh is more tolerable to your body it's more tolerable it helps you digest things it's got the good bacteria a lot of people are getting into fermentating fermenting vegetables uh, as human beings we have a right to um, make transactions. And I, I like to make the, the, um, the comparison to a sexually transmitted disease or having, you know, you, you have, they, the left will say you can have sex with everybody that you want, even the right. You can have sex with whoever you want. You can't have, you can't have somebody in your bedroom. You're literally putting somebody else's body part in your body and the government isn't there. Get the government out of the bedroom. Well, get the FDA away from my plate. Okay, I'm making a transaction with another adult, another human, and I'm an adult, and I can say whether I want to buy that food or if I want it, if I need to sell that to somebody. If I'm going to raise an animal, I'm a human being. And if somebody gets sick, if something goes wrong, then the neighborhood hears about it, and that person gets shut down. That's what happens around the entire world where the government is, does not have its hands in every little thing. And I encourage you all to buy locally, to support a local farmer, recognize that a lot of the stuff you're going to have to do is going to have to be on the down low. Okay? Especially if you're wanting to have uh, beef and pork. But you know what you can buy? You can buy water buffalo. You can buy buffalo meat because there are no USDA facilities for those. So what's the difference between a cow and a buffalo? Well, one's a heck of a lot harder to butcher for sure. Okay? Well, there's... There are cattle industries that have a corner on the market and there's lobbyists. Each state has different rules on, um, like there's small town processors where you can, um, you can buy a half a cow or a quarter cow and have it processed at a small time processor in, in a state, but you can't take it over state lines. Then each state has different rules on like poultry. So technically in Ohio, you can butcher 10,000 birds and you can sell those birds. You can sell turkeys, but you can't butcher a pig and sell that off your farm. But somebody could come and buy part of the pig from you and help you butcher it. And then, but they have to take away half the pig. It's all so strange. You can't sell it by the cut. None of this is in the name of, of health, by the way. 
and we need to know our farmers and and eat local. So that's the end of the show today. Um, we do have updates on Bards Fest. Please go to Bards FM. It's going to be an amazing conference. Uh, camping, the camping uh, sites are there. Go get your campsites. Join us September 21st to the 23rd. You guys are not going to want to miss it. Uh, we're going to have communal food. We're going to have a time of fellowship. We're going to have great speakers. Uh, we're getting the speaker list lined up. Scott's going to be there. It's just going to be amazing. So uh, get your family ready for that. Um, we are, um, we're making a plug here for our friends who are trying to stop the toxic waste in, um, that coming from East Palestine and to be incinerated by Ross Township. And if you guys go to, um, oh, there's our friends over here. You guys saw our interview. I think I hope you did with Karen and Lauren, uh, go to stop toxic spread dot gmail dot com at gmail.com they need about three thousand dollars to get a lawyer and when they want to stop the um ross industries from acquiring more land so that they can incinerate all of these tox this toxic waste um it here in ohio um so i am very proud of them and they will be going on an interview with mike adams on tuesday at 4 p.m so look for that interview with mike adams with um the ladies from ohio stopping the toxic waste from um, getting everywhere and being incinerated in Ohio. I think that's about it. Again, go to ITM Trading, guys. Give them a call if you've got savings, if you guys are worried about what's coming down the line and you want to save yourself. Save yourself. And we did a lot of great videos this week, so check them out. Um, we actually had our first million view post this week. We had our Oliver Anthony little post that was the uh, reaction video that we played last week. Resistance Chicks had our first million views. I think it. I think it's at like 1.3 million. Um, obviously, I did not make the video, so I don't claim it as my own. But the post that I made with it has been shared so many times. And we're very excited about that. And I'm excited for all of our new viewers to be here. I think it's um, 1.4 million views. That's pretty cool. So you guys can go check that out. The, the, um, the Oliver Anthony reaction video, which I've seen now a million times and played a million times. Okay, um, guys, I am going to be doing an expose at some point on Andrew Tate. So I want you guys to be looking for that. Did you have something you want to call me? Michelle wants to call me. Michelle wants me to say something. Okay, what's that? Yeah. I didn't. Okay, you can donate if you pick and if you want to donate to the ladies uh, stopping the toxic waste. Um, their emails doesn't work. Well, at Gmail. Michelle, I have you on speaker. Okay. Oh, okay. If you need to Venmo us, put just send it to us. Okay. If you if you if it's not getting through, resistance chicks PayPal and put put a note on it. Stop toxic spread. Okay, can do. Okay, all right. Okay, so Michelle's calling the home phone because she knows that I keep my phone on silent because she hates when it dings during the show. All right. 
Uh, thank you guys for watching the show. Thank you for loving on us. Thank you for sharing our stuff. We did some farm videos this week. We had our piggies out on pasture just to clear out around our raspberry. So we love you. God loves you and God bless. And we're going to, oh, I have to play an ending here. Boom. This call.